The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to the Answers for Elders Radio Network with the wonderful Kelly Smith, Vice President of Marketing and Sales for Care Partners Senior Living. And Kelly, um, this is really, really good information. We have been talking about really a resident's bill of rights. If they're in senior living, no matter where they go, they have a right that's protected by law. And one of the things that we're, you know, what we want to make sure that everyone knows is when you go into a senior living, it does not mean that you're quote unquote institutionalized. It means that you have rights as an individual, you have rights to make choices. And also there's a lot of different, um, uh, dynamics between the community and the um, resident themselves that actually has to do with making sure that they're, you know, that they're honored and respected. And I think that's really important. And Kelly, you went over the first five of 20, and we're going to try to get through as many of these today as we can. So what's number six? Number six is to be free from neglect, financial exploitation, Verbal, mental, physical, or sexual abuse. The last thing I would want to worry about if I had to put my grandmother into an assisted living, and I actually did this with my grandfather. So the last thing on my mind should be, I hope nobody's abusing my loved one. You have a right to feel safe in your home. And that's what they're trying to say in this, in this, in this part of the bill of rights Uh is that you have a right. It's, it's not this, it's a human right, but it's, it's bad enough to have to put it in writing that you should not have to worry about financial exploitation, being mentally or physically, or even sexually abused. Um, And that should just be a basic, again, like the first one, a no brainer, Mm -hmm. but just so people know they should feel safe in their home. Well, and that's part of when we talk about financial exploitation, you know, sometimes people are afraid that it's going to cost more than what they realize. It's like everything I know in senior living is spelled out to the nth degree of what you're charged for, how you're charged, if there's any sort of upcharges or anything like that, that is mutually discussed before it even goes into effect if there's an increase in care planning or something like that. So um, that's one of the things that I know Uh, you guys are very, very well-versed in to take the time to, to um, make sure that those, that there's no surprises in those situations. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, again, you're being entrusted, you know, with some, someone Mm -hmm. that is very much loved. Well, and and you know, you got to You just got to make sure that again, like you said, that, that people feel safe, but the problem, yes, a lot of these things are discussed up front. Mm-hmm. But another form of financial exploitation is taking somebody you know can't afford your building. Absolutely. You know, and so again, it's there's ethical things that that have to come in play here too. Mm-hmm. And people need to remember that that's in the Bill of Rights. Residents yes. have a right to be to feel financially not taken advantage of. Yes, absolutely. All right. We are at number seven. To receive services in a manner that protects privacy and dignity. So should they be talking about your incontinence in the dining room? <laughs> no, probably not. Um, there are some communities that will not will not um, give medications in the in the dining room because they feel that is a um, 
dignity issue, or it could even be a a privacy issue. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of things that communities can put into place on how you feel with your level of comfort with your privacy. But the bottom line is you have a right to have your services delivered with your dignity and privacy still intact. Yes, that makes total sense. And of course, there are laws like HIPAA laws that protect the privacy side as well. And those are honored as part of that. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So obviously we're well aware of, well, maybe not everybody is, but we're, but we try our very best to, to um, honor that as a, as a culture. Um, But um, obviously it's a code of conduct in our, exactly. It really is. It's privacy. So, all right. And what is the next one? To have prompt access to review all of their records and given photocopies. Mm. Photocopy records be, must be promptly provided, but in no case require more than two business days, excluding the weekend and holidays. So wow. you can't be unreasonable. You can't come in when the executive director is knee deep in alligators and tell them, I want my file pulled. And I want copies of everything in five minutes. That's not polite, right. but the resident rights are, you can get copies of your file. Right. You want to see every bill you've ever had. You want to see everything that's in that file because you lost your original copies. They'll get them for you, but give them. They also have by law two days mm-hmm. to do it, but that's your right to get copies. of right. file. Then that's what, wouldn't anybody want that? I'd want that myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's also about um, understanding, uh, you know, like I remember a story you told me a while ago about a family saying, oh, mom is, mom told me she's been complaining every day, you know, about something and she had dementia and, uh, you know, every complaint is logged. Right. So when you looked at the file, it's like there was proof to the family. Well, no, that never happened. So the idea is making sure that everything is documented from both sides. And I think that's the important. That's just a smart way to do business. And, and again, you're doing business with us. Mm -hmm. So make sure you have access to your file if you want to see it. Yes, exactly. Next one. To have medical and other records kept confidential, except as otherwise provided by law. Here's a really good example. I help put contracts together. Mm-hmm. I sit and sign contracts with family. There's folder. Every, every one of my communities does a little different. Some have a folder. You got to put everything in. That, you know, however, sometimes you just clip them together and hand it to the DD. She puts it in a folder. Once I hand it off, I never get in that folder again. Yep. Never. Because now there's going to be medical records. They're going to pull their history and physical and med lists. Mm -hmm. There's financial information. Quite frankly, is none of my business. And that's what this is saying. Your your records, you should feel that the only people getting into your records or have any access to them are either people you've authorized. If medical records have to be sent, you've authorized this, um, that nobody's taking advantage of your of your information. Yes. Yes. You know, that's really an important thing because um, you you don't want necessarily anybody in sales and marketing doesn't need to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're correct. I'm um, just saying, on the just other example, hand, though, there's know. probably an element of understanding what the care needs are enough in your job to be able to give a general evaluation. Is that correct, Kelly? So when, when you're quoting someone an apartment or taking them, you know, you know, kind of what their needs are. That's a little bit different because that comes with experience. Uh, yeah. 
Exactly. You know, it just that just comes with experience. You, you're around somebody for a while. You you already know what your nurse is going to say. Right. You know? Exactly. Um, so it's not that, again, in my position is a little bit different too. I may have access to more information in my position than one of my, my wonderful sales team. Right. Um, but again, what I'm getting at is that's just an example. Your files are confidential, which means that not just anybody can go waltzing in there for any reason and look at your stuff. Right. And you also, we won't fax or email things without your permission. You know, and you have that right yep. to know yeah. that your stuff's confidential. Absolutely. Well, that's good. Okay, what's the next one? Hang on. Will I lose my place? To associate and communicate privately with any individual of choice, to send and receive personal mail unopened, and to have reasonable access to the private use of a telephone. I don't think there's a community out there that doesn't have a public phone somewhere the residents can use. Mm -hmm. They don't have a cell phone or a phone in their room. They always have something available because you have to have right, a right. way to get to the outside world. They cannot cut that off from you. No, they can't open your mail. No, it's also a federal offense, but they also, you know, don't have, they, they can't sit in on your conversations. If you no. want to go talk to somebody else and you don't want this person in that conversation, you have that right. That's what this is saying. That is true. They don't and have to monitor, not monitoring you. Like I said, you're not in jail. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you didn't, you didn't no. do anything bad, you know, <laughs> you know, and that's so. the thing I think that's really important with this <laughs> is that, you know, people understand that these are your rights and we're going to go get right back to it. You have a right to be autonomous, to be independent, to be your own, you know, your own island within your community. And I think that's the thing, no matter what your physical or emotional condition is. Yes, Kelly. I was just going to say, we have a lady in one of our communities and I won't say which one, because that would probably give her away. Right. I've been with this community 11 years. She's been there before me. And do you realize wow. I've never spoken to her? I've passed her in the hall probably a hundred times in, in the last 11 years. And I've never spoken to her. And do you know why? Why? Because- her family made it very clear to us. She doesn't talk to people. She doesn't uh -huh. make eye contact. She doesn't want to be bothered. So it's also knowing your people well enough. Mm -hmm. You know, th there's a, there's a whole thread that happens here. Right. You know, but what, what I'm getting at is um, what, what, why did I bring that up? What were we talking about? Because they have a right to their because, own. Again, you treat these own, people yeah. you, again. You have, they're, they're not children. You treat yeah. them the way, it, it, even if it seems weird to you or bizarre to you, that's her mm -hmm. right. Yeah. She has the right to be her and yeah. she's happy there. She's been there forever and she's happy. Why? Because we give her the autonomy to be herself. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. the point I was getting at. And, and yeah. I think that's a beautiful thing. All right. And one last one. We've just got about uh, one minute left. Can you hear okay, me? Make one? it quick. Okay. This is going to be an easy one. To be free from physical restraints and inappropriate use of psychoactive medications. They cannot drug you or restrain you. No, um, they cannot. And that should just be a no-brainer. You're not going to come in and get tied to your bed at night because you wander. You don't do that. No. Nope. Um, none of that happens. And they also don't use psychotropic drugs to calm down residents no. or to control them. Um, you know, if a doctor prescribes a certain medication, we have to follow doctor's orders. But what they're getting at is we're not drugging you and we sure as heck ain't tying you down. No, <laughs> you have a right no. to be restraint free. 
And, you know, given that that is an absolute right of a resident, that means no matter where you are in senior living, that's not going to happen, you know? And so that's a good, good point. So everyone, we are on this, uh, we're about halfway through, and I think we're going to get to it by the end of the program today. So in the meantime, right after this, Kelly and I will be right back to finish out. The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond, I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.